0: Welcome to The Center and the Saint. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. We are back in the attic. Today we are still on our Saints series discussing First Thessalonians. Yes.
1: All those cool things that Paul taught us about how to get out there and live in a way that distinguishes us from others um, as Christ followers, which can be really hard, I think, especially in a world like today. Uh, with all the anger and hostility and uncertainty and I don't think things have ever like been Normal, but we're definitely in not normal.
0: Yeah, and she's just talking about our first 30 minutes together that anger
1: <laughs> <laughs> Exactly <laughs> yeah. um, So today What we were what we we're going to talk about was what we're calling the 15th little thing that he talks about and it says do not quench the spirit when I was studying this, this one, I was like, okay, I, this is going to take a little bit of time. Do not quench the spirit. What in the heck does that mean? And I had to reread these five little words um, so much so and continue to go deeper and deeper into scripture. I'm going to throw out a few variations for you.
0: Okay, good, because I'm already lost.
1: Yeah, I know. Her eyes are glazing over. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So it says in Psalm this, and this is these are taken from Psalms and John and um, Jeremiah and Deuteronomy. But it says, "Do not extinguish the fountain of life," which the fountain of life would you know, the Lord. Do not suppress the consuming fire. Do not extinguish the thirst quencher. Do not suppress the spring of living water. So, you know, quenching. Don't suppress it. Don't put it out. Don't extinguish the Holy Spirit.
0: I I think suppress really resonates with me because I don't think you can actually in real life extinguish God, right? Right. But you can extinguish the Holy Spirit that's speaking within you, or you can suppress it really far deep down by covering it up
1: and ignoring it. Yes. And I think that is such a good point for those people that God is always knocking on their hearts and Mm -hmm. they're not really, they're like, yeah, not today, Lord. Mm, Not going to answer. Just continuing to live life on their own path. But then also for us, who are, who call ourselves Christ followers, and we get that little Holy Spirit nudge and get that little intuition from Him, that little tap on the shoulder, and we're like, "Mm, too busy. Mm, That takes me out of my comfort zone. And so often when I have suppressed the spirit, um, Oh, I've missed out on something really cool.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, you, you actually are saying that you're listening for or at least hearing it. But honestly, I think so many of us are so busy. We miss it all together. We don't even know that we're, we're ignoring it. We don't even know that we're missing the call because we fill ourselves up. We Mm. fill the void and the quiet in which we would normally have time to sit and listen or be guided we fill it with stuff whether it be cleaning the house listening to a podcast uh, taking care of our children volunteering all kinds of things that we can fill our own space with where there's no room for God to even speak at all
1: oh wow yeah that's powerful and I think to that not quenching the spirit is countercultural, as Jesus was and it goes against our human nature and it goes against the grain so you know if you think about you climb to the very tip top of a mountain we've done this as a family and you get to the top and you've got your heavy your 50 pound book bag or not book bag backpack (laughs) school was supposed to start this week but um anyway I've got backpack on the brain but you get up there and you're so thirsty right and you just want to quench that thirst or if we see this fire what's the first thing we do if something's on fire we unless it's something we're roasting our marshmallows on we're racing over to put out that fire to put out that flame and so you know quenching is when it says do not quench the spirit that really goes against the world and human nature and you know if i had written this i would have been like okay here's what this should say i'm not all fancy like do not quench the spirit i'm like Girl, quench yourself, not the spirit. That's, <laughs> what I have <laughs> that's what I have to say to myself all the time. Like, not me, but you, God. I have to quench myself because I am not all that super fantastic without the Holy Spirit.
0: I, I mean, I think that's probably most of us, rumor has it. <laughs> <laughs> that when I'm not um, spending time pouring into myself. So thinking about what you're saying right now, quenching the Spirit, we're, ch- we're saying don't quench the Spirit. So tell me, what do you do to not quench the Spirit?
1: Mm. And here lies the hard thing, right? So, again, where does it, it always goes back to, we got to know and recognize what we're quen- what we're quenching or not quenching, right? Mm-hmm. So we have to know God and recognize Him. And the only way to do that is, We can't listen to what other people say about Him. We can't listen to what, you know, we hear just on podcasts. We've got to open up the Word of God and read about Him and get to know Him and His personality and His traits and His promises for ourselves so that we recognize it. And once we've accepted that, we've got to put on our listening ears.
0: Lots (laughs) of
1: school things. Um, We've got to put on our listening ears, and it's really our listening hearts.
0: Mm, Yeah. Um,
1: you know for him and um, I recently told someone I said you know I really this whole COVID time and we're still stuck in this just this rut I mean I feel as if everything in my life just kind of dissolved like we're, we're not going to speak at women's events Right. Unless yeah. you're on Zoom and I don't really count that. Um, you know, there's no volunteering at church. There's no volunteering at school. I don't go get visit my friends in the nursing home. I don't like I don't even get to go to the Y to work out. You yeah. know, all these little things, everything's just disappeared. And I let that anger and frustration build up to a point where I was quenching the spirit. I wasn't allowing him to continue to manifest in me. And I knew better. And I let him I'll let it happen anyway, which is not a good thing. That's worse. When you know and you still do it. Right. That's worse than not knowing and not doing it.
0: Yeah, y'all got a hall pass if you know what we're talking
1: about. But yeah. if you know what we're talking about, we're calling you to the carpet. That's right, because I've had to call myself there.
0: And she's really <laughs> sorry if you happened to be at the uh, dentist office yesterday and she just,
1: like, spilled it over on you. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. She's oh, really no, no. sorry. So I've been doing some self-reflection can be really really hard Mm. and I think maybe this will resonate with some of y'all I don't know about who I am when I'm in Christ when I have the Spirit and then when I'm quenching the Spirit and I'm not paying attention to that so when I'm in that when I am just like not quenching the Spirit and I'm just in Christ I can express you know my needs and feelings without fear and I can say no without draining myself, you know, for protection, healthy boundaries like we've talked about before. But when I am quenching the spirit, I cannot say no. And I will drain myself to the point of frustration and anxiety. And that's not good for anybody, not those around me, not myself. I also begin to believe that expressing, you know, my needs is more important. Mm -hmm. And I'm not willing to be vulnerable to people and in my relationships and stuff. And I don't pay attention to the cues that other people are giving me. You know? Right. I'm just all focused on self.
0: Yeah. I feel the same way sometimes. I can normally tell if I'm just having an off moment um, in the way I want to respond. Mm-hmm. And it almost comes out. And I'm like, wait a minute. No, let's go ahead and check that. <gasps> yeah. And so... But it's normally selfish. It's more normally... I deserve this. Or, you know, what makes you think you deserve this is, you know, what I'm saying maybe to my husband or something in my mind. Um, and then I have to check myself and go, oh, that's right, because Christ died for us. And so we always put our spouses above ourselves. Not always, but the idea is to out-serve and out-love everyone you come in contact with. Right. And so when that stops happening, which is easy to do right now because we are all exhausted, we are all receiving just from every angle, we're getting different stories, we're getting uh, different rules, different set of standards that are going to be happening this year. We're all kind of lost in translation right now, if you will. And so it is so easy right now to just come into ourselves and decide what's going to work for us today and what's going to make us happy today, because that's all I have is enough to make myself happy right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Preach, sister. That's right. That's kind of where I've gotten. It's like, oh, do not even cross my path and ask me a question about whether I've been out of the country or not in the past 10 days. Do they even let you out of the country right now? Just saying. No, I wish I'd been out of the country the past 10 days. You told him that, too. I did. I'm sorry, Jack, at the pediatric dentistry place. You were just my person that day. And again, I I quench the spirit. You know, I wasn't ugly, I just sort of let him have it. (laughs) But when we do quench the spirit, we are not residing in his strength, his peace, his comfort, his security. We let our fears, our anxiety, our frustrations take over when ultimately I know that God is in control. I know he is, I know his plan, is working. He's working it all out for his plan to, to happen and for his his glory and his good. Do I know that? Yes. Do I remember that all the time? Or want to respond like that? Not all the time.
0: Because <laughs> she's human, like the rest of us. But here's one thing I'm going to say. What are we giving more attention to right now? Um, you know, squeaky wheel gets the grease. And I don't know about you, but right now my social media is really squeaky. Ooh. But the truth is. That is not where you're going to quench your... That's where you are going to quench your spirit. Like, you will have nothing left. Spend five minutes on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, and um, you might be like a raging bull.
1: Right. That'll suck the spirit right out of you. Yeah. For sure, right now.
0: So, I would just really encourage you, if you're finding yourself short-tempered, maybe self-centered, maybe snapping at your family or your friends or you know, slapping back on social media. Or paralyzed in fear. Yeah. See, I'm not, I'm not that lot. kind of person, but there are those people out there. I just I'm not fighting. either,
1: but I've talked with so many women who are just paralyzed with fear. Fear of the unknown, fear of getting sick, fear of death, um, fear of their circumstances changing, and fear is powerful.
0: You know, what's funny is I forget how fearful I've always been all of my life because I refuse to allow myself to go back to that fearful place I can slip backwards and when I do it is a very quick fast slippery slope that I end up um, and I have to bring myself back but the truth is if you sit down every single day and you look in the Word of God and you see the truths of God work and you focus on God's character who God is what he has done and what he promises to do for you that is going to set your day off on the right
1: path. I love that. And I think as I as I look at the both of us, um, for me, I struggled so much with guilt and shame and yours was fear. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting how, I mean, like we've said before, Satan, same crap, different wrapping paper, right? <laughs> yeah. All these centuries um, and generations, but how it doesn't matter what it is, the answer of how we both overcame it mm-hmm. and how you can overcome whatever you're struggling with, is the same. Yes. And it is the truth of God's Word, the truth of His promises, and literally filling it up every day into your heart and into your mind and not letting another thing in.
0: I can't tell you how many do not fear verses I have written down in my life because I know that that is what God's Word says. Do not fear, for I am with you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. This fight is not yours. This fight is God's. You know, it's in the Bible. But I have to go and read it for myself because for some reason, if the pastor's telling me, it's just not quite as personal as when those words are coming off the paper and straight into my brain and God is speaking to me through those particular verses. So we cannot emphasize enough how much even 10 minutes in the morning would be great for you to start your day. Challenge. Hey, let's challenge them. Let's do. Hey, I'm up for that. I w- how many days do you think in a row? How many
1: days to create a habit? Yeah, I
0: don't know. So I've heard 21, <laughs> but then I've also heard
1: 30. 30. So 30 is a good number. 30 is like the new, or 50 is the new 30, or I don't know. Let's just do 30. That's a good round number. Yeah,
0: every morning for 30 <laughs> days, put it on your calendar that you're going to open up the Bible. And Allison, what are some things that they could do to get in the Bible? Because I might be someone sitting in my house right now going, great, I have this Bible and it's full of words that I barely understand and I don't know where to start. So give us a few newbie tricks or a few, I'm getting back in the swing of things, tricks.
1: You know, one of my favorite things um, to do to tell people is there's always, usually if you've been around church or you've been in a Christian bookstore or you go to church now or you see some bumper stickers, there's a verse. You know, that you see a lot or you memorized as a kid or that kind of stands out to you. So I I say use it as an adventure and go on a scavenger hunt in the Bible to find that particular verse. And I mean, you can Google it now. It's not really that hard. Yep. <laughs> so I, not not really the same, but do try to use a tangible Bible if you can. I know the younger generation, they're all about that online and I do love that as well. But there's something about flipping those pages of the Bible. Um look for that verse and read it in its context read the entire story around that particular verse that you've heard a thousand times or you memorized but you have no idea what it means there is something about the whole the rest of the story as the guy used to say i can't remember his name but that radio show and now you know the rest of the story but there's something that solidifies the meaning of those scriptures when you understand the story and the characters and how God's promise came through for them in that scripture. And so that is a great, great way to start. And then if you find that you like that book, keep reading to the next chapter because the story will continue on. If not, find another verse, phone a friend, say, hey, what's your favorite Bible verse? And start there if you don't have one.
0: And you know, I enjoy looking at the verses in different translations. Yes. What's your favorite translation?
1: Okay, I love, when, oh, that's is that sort of like a trick question because when I read the Bible, I love the Holman uh-huh. translation. That's my number one, ESV, NIV, and then the Message. Okay. Because often I will read a little bit of both.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of a fan of NLT right now. Okay. Um, but I do like the Holman as well. So, um, but you know, there are apps where you can go and flip through the different versions, yes. if you're looking for different versions.
1: And read three on the screen. The yeah. same scripture in three different translations on your on your computer screen, which is great. Yeah. But sometimes I'll read one and I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like, yeah. do not quench the spirit. I read that in a ton of translations and looked up, you know, cross references for verses and other things to bring that alive. So don't just skip over stuff. Right. Like, stick with it.
0: Y'all, so super funny. Allison and I talk probably two or three mornings a week, and she calls. I'm like, I'm so glad you called. I have a question about this verse in the Bible.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Most of the time, she's like, oh, boy, here we go. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know everything, but if I don't know, I'll try to find the answer.
0: But I do like that you said the word suppressed because I think that one resonates with me. But as you're saying quench a spirit and as you're saying, you know, we're ignoring it, um, here's another route that some people can take. They will ignore the spirit because it couldn't be talking to them because they have screwed up way too much. Mm-hmm. That might be for the perfect Christian girl. That might be for the woman that's never been divorced. That might be for the girl that's never had an abortion. But that is actually not for me.
1: I lived that for 10 years of my life.
0: So hear us when we say... It's for you. It's for you.
1: It is for every single person walking this planet please hear that do not wait 10 years to figure that out do not be stubborn do not doubt do not hold on to guilt and shame like I did like Melissa may have God is over that past that not thinking about that he is calling you today to embrace his truth and promises and the the amazing plans that he has for you
0: There is nothing that you can do, there is nothing that I can do, that can separate us from the love of God. That's right. And there is nothing that you can do that is so bad that surprised him. If you don't believe me, go read the Old Testament.
1: Those people were jacked up, okay? Woo! Yeah. Mm, They got some crazy stories in the Old Testament. Listen, everybody, like we said, same sin, different generation. Been there, done that, the Lord's seen it all. He's forgiven it all. Just go to him. Don't waste time on living in those lies. Don't get so focused on winning the approval of others and their affirmation and their praise because that's quenching the spirit. Mm, yes. That is quenching the spirit. This uh, the Holy Spirit, He wants to see you loving and blessing others, self assured, outgoing, living in who not prideful but but insightful as to Him being present in your life that you are worthy, you are able with Him when you are not quenching the Spirit within you. Because if you have accepted the Lord as your Savior, He lives, the Holy Spirit lives within you. Just don't quench it. Don't suppress it. Don't put out that flame and ignore it.
0: So here I am, and I'm hearing this podcast for the first time, and I'm going, okay, so where do I start? start with a prayer
1: start with a prayer
0: yeah and you know I think sometimes we get so far down this path we think we can't walk back but the truth is you don't have to walk back God will meet you on that path right where you are right now all you have to do is sit down pray um, you know read the Bible see what the Bible says about God and that is the God you're praying to you're praying to the almighty physician you are praying to the ultimate rescuer our savior And he is the same for you pray to him ask him to search your heart ask him to bring forth not only the things that you can work on that you need to repent but more importantly what can you do today right
1: absolutely and I I think we could leave you with Psalm 63 1 today which is one of my favorite verses and it talks about thirst and seeking the Lord and it says you God are my God earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. Mm -hmm. I feel like that so often these days. It's like, I got nothing. Where are you, Jesus? I mean, He will show up. So if you're not sure where to start and you just want to open the Bible, like like we said, start in Psalm 63, 3 and Mm -hmm. read the whole Psalm and, and find that verse. But I, our prayer for you today is that you will thirst for Him and that your thirst will never be quenched, that you will continue to seek Him all the days of your life. Because if we're not doing that, then we are starting to quench the Spirit. And one of the prayers I pray over my children, I pray, Lord, I pray they will never know a day without you. Mm. And I think that we all need to pray that for ourselves. I need to pray it for myself, yeah. <laughs> too. May I never know a day without you. May I always earnestly seek you, like mm-hmm. with everything I have in me, because that is how we'll make it through. So don't quench the Spirit. Wherever you are today, take the next step. We're looking forward to being with you next week. Thanks for joining us today on The Center and the Saint.